Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome this afternoon to the celebration of Mass here at St. Bride's, which is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Vicky Glancy. Welcome uh, to Jim, her husband, and to Maria and Natalie and Nicola, uh, her daughters, uh, their husbands Andrew, Brian and Mark and to Frank, her brother, and also to her grandchildren who are here with us, Amy, Connor and Megan, and to family members and family friends who are here with us. Welcome also to those who are joining us in the audio recording that will be available later in the day. Welcome to Vicky's uh, sister and brother, Maria and Stefan, family members, family friends who will be listening. Many people would have wished to have been here with us today, but are unable to be with us because of the restrictions. They send messages of their love, their affection, and their prayers to this family on this day. Today in the Mass, we gather to say our farewells to Vicky. She was greatly loved by the family, by Jim, her girls, their husbands, the grandchildren, her brothers and sister, and all the family. She was blessed with a great nature, always smiling, always positive, and always caring for others. She was always a joy to meet, and always had a smile no matter what. We will miss this gentle and kind person, and for the family today, it is difficult to think of life without her. We turn once again to the God of Consolation, who binds up our wounds and heals the broken-hearted to give us consolation and strength in this day of loss. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, 
all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and in whom your saints rejoice full of happiness, grant our supplication that your servant, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all, we may be certain after such a gift that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? And when God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No, He not only died for us, he rose from the dead, and there at God's right hand he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ, even if we are troubled or worried or being persecuted or lacking food or clothes or being threatened or even attacked. These are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, Neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. The Word of the Lord.
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Be ambitious for the higher gifts, and I am going to show you a way that is better than any of them. If I have all the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without love, I am simply a gong booming or a cymbal clashing. If I have the gift of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are, and knowing everything. And if I have faith in all its fullness to move mountains, but without love, then I am nothing at all. If I give away all that I possess, piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it, but am without love, it will do me no good whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It's never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It's never rude or selfish. It does not take offence and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth. It's always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. The word of the Lord. Please stand. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke this parable to his disciples. The kingdom of heaven is like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were sensible. And the foolish ones did take their lamps, but they brought no oil whereas the sensible ones took flasks of oil as well as their lamps. The bridegroom was late, and they all grew drowsy and fell asleep. But at midnight there was a cry, The bridegroom is here. Go out and meet him. At this, all those bridesmaids woke up and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish ones said to the sensible ones, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. But they replied, There may not be enough for us and for you. You had better go to those who sell it and buy some for yourselves. They had gone off to buy it when the bridegroom arrived. Those who were ready went in with him to the wedding hall and the door was closed. The other bridesmaids arrived later. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you solemnly, I do not know you. So stay awake, because you do not know either the day or the hour. 
The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. It's a true saying that you never know what the new day will bring. We could never have known that when admitted to the hospital that Vicky would soon be battling for her life, that things would take a terrible turn for the worse. Doctors finally were not able to save her life and she died very peacefully with family by her bedside. Those last days were hard for the family to watch. They stayed with her, giving her their love and their care. It's hard to take in that Vicky has passed away. There was nothing to warn anyone. No signs or indications. She was always smiling, happy and in good humour. Her routine was the same and everything in life seemed normal. The Gospel of today's Mass speaks of that hour as being like a thief in the night that will come at the unexpected time at the moment that we least expect it. So be ready in the things that matter for that moment and have things in order. Vicky had everything in order that was necessary to meet her maker. A lifetime of good things and kindness and gentleness and good works and the things that mattered, she was more than ready. Today at Mass, The reading from St Paul speaks about love. Not a kind of love that's here today and gone tomorrow, but a love that lasts the test of time, that endures whatever comes. Love that forgives, love that cares, love that goes the extra mile, love that carries other people's burdens, love that's strong. And Vicky herself had that kind of love throughout her life, a great ability to make others know that she loved them and cared for them. St Paul says that the thing that lasts is love, and we sense that today, love does not die. Not her love for you, and certainly not your love for her. That that love will last all of your lives. And God's love for us does not and will never die. It remains for all eternity. We're invited to meet these days then with great faith in God, and we're here in this place to say exactly the same, that love does not die. God's love for us doesn't die, and our love for one another will never die. Just a few words about Vicky's life. She was born on the 18th of May, 1950. Her parents, Mary and Frank Barron, she lived in Ferry Street in Rutherglen. Her brothers, Frank, Stephen and sister, Maria. Her father, as you all know, was Polish and she herself retained a great love for that country and its traditions, as did other members of the family. In her young days, she would go there for every summer holiday. She attended St Mark's Primary School. 
hard to believe it, but uh, she was always, I believe, getting into trouble as a youngster. Maybe also maybe a bit accident-prone as well. There's a story that she was chasing a milk float, which her brother was working on, and managed to get run over by the same milk cart. That's what you call careless. She trained as a shorthand typist and worked in retail at Debenhams. Both herself and Jim met at a party and soon struck up a friendship. Someone else's engagement party, as it turned out to be. They were married at St Mark's Church on the 6th of October 1973. They weren't to know it, but they were to have a long marriage of just short of 47 years. Vicky has been a great wife to Jim, nursing him through many years of the most severe ill health. She also had a great love uh, for Jim's mum and dad, Pat and Annie, and Jim's family and relatives as well. In married life, I believe that they lived initially with Jim's gran in Westburn, moved to Airdrie and then back here to Rutherglen uh, to their home in Colwell Drive. This was to be the place in which the family were brought up. The girls, Maria, Natalie and Nicola. It was a happy, warm home in which there is the best of memories. The girls were everything to their parents and they were delighted to see them grow up and get on well in life. And the girls have been incredibly devoted to their parents and to their mum and they loved her very much and will miss her very much indeed. She was their life, their support, their confidant and their friend. None of us will forget Mark and Nicola's wedding, what seems just a few months ago. Vicky was radiant and happy on that day. She was happy to see the girls themselves married Maria to Andrew and Natalie to Brian and Nicola to Mark. And she was so delighted to have the grandchildren, Amy and Connor and Megan and Emily. They were like rays of sunshine in her life. She loved each of them very much and loved to spend time, all the time that she could with them. Her home was their home. It's a great thing, isn't it, to be brought up with the love of your grandparents. I'm sure this will be one of the great blessings of their life, a thing that they will carry with them always, the love and kindness that has been shown to them. I know that Vicky was especially proud of Amy going to university this autumn. In her early days, she was, I believe, an accomplished dancer, and even trained Polish dancers for the papal visit to Scotland in 1982. Jim, I'm not sure that you were such a good dancer. Not, not quite to left feet, but almost. She also enjoyed uh, summer holidays, the sun, the beach. Enjoyed meeting new people and making new friends on holiday. She was a most sociable person, very friendly, very hospitable. And she loved those Boxing Day parties and loved having family around. She was outgoing 
and always chatty. In nature, she was the kindest of persons, open, friendly, always smiling, always smiling. She had a generous nature and was always helpful doing things for others. And when she met her, she was always the same, always joyful, always happy and always positive. Jim has had many years of ill health and on many occasions has been seriously ill. And through it all, Vicky has been a wonderful support to him, keeping his spirits up, supporting him throughout serious and prolonged illness without counting the cost to herself. For the family, it seems impossible to think that her life has now ended for she was everything to the family and it's a heartache for them that she is now not with them. But we are invited in this place to place everything in God's hands as she did in her life, all her sorrows, all her joys, all her cares. And God doesn't disappoint us because he helps us to carry the burdens that we bear. Today we think and pray for Vicky. We never stop loving her and never stop caring for her and never stop thinking about her. Because what St Paul says is true, that love does not come to an end. And the truth of those words ring out here today in this place. We are made to love by God. We are made to live in love by our Creator. And of course, our love for one another is only a small measure of his love for us. Today, we thank you, dear Vicky, for your life among us. We thank you for your love and care for others, for the joy and happiness that you've brought to others, especially Jim, your daughters, their husbands, the grandchildren, your brothers and sister, and all your family. We thank you for your immense generosity of spirit, for the great love that you have shown, and for that smile that has lit up our lives. May you rest in peace and know the gentle mercy and love of God.
ask you please to stand. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May our offering be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant, finding through your mercy the pardon she sought for all her sins, may exult forever with your saints and praise you in glory for all eternity. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the salvation of the world, the life of the human race, and the resurrection from the dead. Through him the hosts of angels adore you, rejoice in your presence forever. And may our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with due fall so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, whom you have called from this life to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever.
Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, we take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Just to say, if you wish to receive Holy Communion, instead of coming forward, if you just stand in your place, uh, and if you wish to receive Holy Communion, obviously, just indicate that. Uh, if you just want to receive a blessing, uh, just to put your hand on your breast, and I'll give you a blessing. If you don't want to receive Holy Communion or a blessing, then just remain seated in your place. Please stand.
please stand. As we receive these heavenly gifts, we give you thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray that the soul of your servant, Vicky, freed through your son's passion from all the bonds of sin, may come happily into your presence. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Oh, sure. 